Hey y'all, Steph Lee here, and you are wondering what I am doing on your feed or in your feed because it is Thursday and not Friday, and it is supposed to be the Friday 15 that's going on. But if you remember, we took last week off for July 4th because we had a lot of fun, and I hope you did too. But if you remember, we talked about ASTA's board of director election is coming up, and this is super important, and HAR is doing our second annual candidate chat. So that's what we're streaming live to you today. We also have a visual version if that's something you prefer. There is a live video feed right now on our YouTube channel. Um, otherwise, you can go to hostagencyreviews.com slash candidate chat, and you can see a recording of the video if you're listening to this a little bit later. Now, what is candidate chat? So this is the first bit of it. Um, we are going to talk with Peter Labasso, the general counsel at ASTA, and he's going to explain to us Board of Directors 101. So this is, if you're like me, a political newbie or don't really care about it and have a brain that can't remember anything. So even though last year they taught you about it, you completely forgot. That's for you. It talks about why the board is important, what it is, what these roles are. Um, and then we move into the candidate chat portion where we interview all of the candidates. They all get questions, the exact same questions that they haven't heard ahead of time, which means that this is unscripted, which is really cool, although they may not think so. But it's a nice way to see how they think on their feet. So um, let's see. Let's just turn it over and, uh, yeah, enjoy. And if you are not an ASTA member already, super important to become a member, um, you can join. And by, let's see, July 8th, Friday, July 8th, tomorrow at by 5 p.m. Eastern time, if you join, you will still be able to vote in this year's election. And it's something I would highly encourage you to do. So enjoy, and we will talk to you soon and be back next Friday with our Friday 15. Welcome, welcome everyone to HAR's second annual candidate chat. I am Steph Lee, the founder of Host Agency Reviews. And I am also your moderator for today's event. And I am so excited to be with all of you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, our goal today is to get you informed and excited about the ASTA elections that are coming up because that, my friend, is where change is going to happen. So if you were like me and you were a little bit upset that agencies didn't receive specialized funding like the restaurant and live event industries or even the airline industries um, during the pandemic, this is where we have a chance to make a difference. So right now, ASTA has over 17,000 members, which is amazing. But in reality, it's really a drop in the bucket compared to all the agencies out there. So what we need is all agencies to join ASTA so that when we come to the table and we're like, hey, just like restaurants and live industries and airlines, we need help here. We're suffering. Um, we need to make sure that there are tens of thousands of voices, not just 17,000 or even 100,000 voices, because that's what makes it so our legislators listen and give us a seat at the table. So um, something to talk about and think about is last year, ASTA saw the highest turnout for their board of director voting. And I don't want to say anything, but it was also our first ever candidate chat. So was that a coincidence? I don't know. I'll leave that up to you. But let's um, kind of, before we get started, explain to you what this candidate chat event is. So not only are you going to be hearing unscripted answers from the candidates that are running for this um, at-large position, but this is where you can learn more about the election process and what ASTA does. So I've 
been involved with ASTA in varying different capacities since I joined the industry. Um, and politics really isn't my thing. I mean, if you have talked to me or watched anything with me, you know that imagining me as a politician is a very scary thing. They'd be like, Stephanie, please take off that unicorn costume. We need you to be serious here. So this candidate chat is something that helps me learn more about the candidates. Um, we ask them a few key, key questions each and hearing those answers can be really helpful. Uh, but, but we like to do a little bit more than that because before we break into the candidates, we're going to bring on ASTA's counsel, uh, another fancy word for an attorney or a lawyer. Um, Peter Labasso is going to break this stuff down for us. Um, because those of us that aren't political junkies uh, really may not know these things. And I'm speaking for myself. But questions we'll ask him is, what in the world does the board do? Um, who makes up the board? What are their terms? How does, how does the board direct ASTA? And why it's so freaking important that all of us vote that are ASTA members. Now, before we dive into things, I think it's worth mentioning that this is not an ASTA event. It is a HAR event. Um, because Asta definitely would not let dogs in the recording room, but I do have two dogs uh, right at my feet right here. So you should be warned that sometimes they do come up to say hello and wiggle in the background or like, you know, play with a toy or something. So we did consult with Asta though, to make sure that it is a fair playing field and that everything is kosher on that end. But any complaints or compliments you have about dogs coming up during the event should be sent our way. Uh, and Peter and I have a very strong goal to get you engaged in these elections. Now, we want to make sure that you have the resources that you need to choose the best candidate to represent your interests at ASTA. And part of that is learning how the, at least in my opinion, how the candidates present themselves. So, um, you know, if they're asking these questions and are giving unscripted answer, that can give you a real feel of how they're able to handle situations. So we want you to listen to them. Um, we want to hear what their goals are and what they think the priorities should be. And I also want you to learn a little bit about their background so that you can choose a candidate who understands where you're coming from. Because an independent contractor might have different needs and want ASTA to focus on different things than, say, a storefront agency. Or a corporate agency might have different interests that they want to push forward versus a leisure agency. Uh, the other thing I think it's worth mentioning before we jump into thing is that ASTA put on a candidate forum last week with a little bit of a different format than what we're doing today. So essentially, it's five minutes of the candidates. Um, they weren't able to get all the candidates. There's just seven of the nine, but they're going to do a video of those candidates. Um, there's a recorded video that we're going to put a link to, or you can find a link to it on hostagencyreviews.com slash candidate chat. But that'll give you five minutes. They'll talk about what their goals are, a little bit about themselves, and it's very complimentary to what we're doing. So um, let's see. I think I got all the boring stuff out of the way. I think it's about time we bring in Peter to liven things up, don't you? Because Peter is very fun and Peter loves his bylaws, which you'll hear about, I'm sure, in just a second. So, well, welcome, Peter. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Steph. Thanks so much for having me on. I've got I've got a special surprise for you. I pulled this up on my computer beforehand or on my phone. Hold on. Peter is here. <laughs> I've I've been I've been pre-gaming for this, getting really excited. I have my 
cup of coffee. I had a bowl of Fruity Pebbles from April at Har. She sent me. Um, so I think we're ready. We're ready to get things started and to make this fun because normally politics can be boring. And Peter was just talking to me about bylaws and offering to send them over before we got on. So don't Not worry. I, <laughs> I told him no bylaws. We don't want any of that. We just want to learn in layman's terms how the board works. So um, I think what we'll do is we'll just break it into two parts. The first part, we'll talk about like what the board is, who makes up the board, why it's important. And then we can talk about voting um, in the details, important dates and things like that. So Peter, break it down for us. What in the world does the board do? Yeah, well, the, uh, every every corporation, uh, Anasta is a corporation. We happen to be a not-for-profit, but we are a corporation. We're organized under New York law, and we have a set of bylaws, which are which are basically the the governing document that that directs exactly how the organization operates on a day-to-day -day basis. Peter and loves the bylaws. There they are. <laughs> I, I, I can't get away from it, Steph. <laughs> okay, so you're you're. You're run by the bylaws and then it sets up the board. Tell us more. That's right. Just like we have the Constitution that kind of explains exactly how the federal government works, the bylaws state how our corporation works. And the bylaws dictate that the board of directors is the governing body for ASTA um, in conjunction with the staff, of course, and the senior leadership led, led by Zane Kirby, our CEO. Uh, the board exists to kind of set the strategic direction for our organization. Um, and we, currently the board is composed of 15 members. Okay. Uh, which is important to know. Um, we also have different classes of seats on the board of directors. Now, this the selection that we are heading into right now is to fill three of the at-large director seats on the board. There are a total of eight of them. Uh, okay. Three of them are up for election this year in 2022. We also have three regional directors on the board of directors. One of them is eligible for re-election this year, so there's an open seat there as well. Then we also have a couple other classes of, of seats on the board, which really aren't germane necessarily to our discussion here today because they're either not open for direct election by the ASTA membership at large, or it's a very, very limited subset of members who have the right to vote for those seats on the board. Okay. So that rounds out the remaining 15. And I should also add that technically we have a 16th member on the board of directors and that's our CEO, Zane Kirby. He's treated just a little bit differently because uh, the bylaws stipulate that the CEO does not have a vote on the board of directors. So when any matter comes before the board that requires a majority vote, um, Zane does not participate in that in that process. Got you. So there's three at-large people that are up for election out of the eight, correct? That's exactly right. Okay, yeah. Visuals to help everybody. Okay, so these at-large directors, um, what are their responsibilities then, like, that they do and what kind of time commitment um, are people looking at if they decide to run for the board? And do you need, if you want to run for the board, um, do you need to be, have been a member for so long or anything along those lines? Yes. Very, very good questions. All of them. I'll start with the last one so I don't forget to answer it. The, the short answer is you've got to be a member in good standing for at least two years prior to you, you assuming office. 
Um, so this year, that means you have to be a member for two years as of the uh, late August, the uh, 2025th, I believe, is the date of the board meeting. So um, if you are an active ASTA member in good standing, meaning that you paid your dues, you didn't, you haven't been disciplined for anything, uh, as of August 25th, 2020, you're eligible to, uh, to be elected to the board of directors for one of the at-large seats. Um, the, going back to your initial question, what, what do the board members do and how much of a time commitment is it? Um, again, they, they are primarily responsible for setting the strategic direction of the association. So basically everything of any import that, that deals with ASTA, its, uh, its priorities, uh, you know, positions it takes publicly, advocacy, all of the things that ASTA is known for, benefits of members, membership uh, uh, structure of the members, as far as different categories are concerned, any amendments to the bylaws, which is something near and dear to my heart, all of those things <laughs> are, are responsibilities of the, of the directors on the board. Now, as far as the time commitment is concerned, it's, it's not insignificant, but it's also not so burdensome that I think it would in interfere with uh, someone's ability to run their business. I mean, obviously, we're very respectful of that. Uh, you know, the folks that that typically are attracted to to running for the board, they have built very successful companies, and mm -hmm. it, it requires a, a tremendous time commitment just to do that. And that obviously has to be be their priority, and understandably so. Um, so, at the same time, however, there are four in-person board meetings every year, and uh, we ask that all of the board members commit to being present for all of those meetings. Uh, mm -hmm. We understand sometimes there are extenuating circumstances that prevent that, but that's really the exception rather than the rule. Uh, and for the most part, the, the, uh, the overwhelming number of people on the board attend every single meeting. And that's, that's much appreciated and, you know, obviously very helpful in terms of conducting our business in an effective way. Mm -hmm. Are there meetings in DC then, or are they around the country? They are typically around the country because we always try to tie the board meeting to the extent possible to an ASTA event. So, for example, we have one at our global convention coming up in August. We have another one at uh, in conjunction with our premium business summit, which is in uh, Atlanta in the fall. And then again, going into next year, we'll have another board meeting at our global convention when it's in San Juan, Puerto Rico in the spring. So okay. we do work. We do work, work off of the the existing ASTA calendar, and uh, just to kind of give you a little bit more insight, uh, last uh, just a few just a week and a half ago or so, uh, less than two weeks ago, we had the board meeting in uh, Washington in conjunction with our legislative day. Mm. So typically, we'll always have one meeting in D.C. because we have legislative day every year. Yeah, which, by the way, if you haven't gone to Legislative Day, that is something you should definitely go to. I like to say at least once in your career, but um, hopefully more than once, because it's a great way to see, like, number one, what ASTA does on the advocacy side of things, because sometimes, um, you know, if you're not into politics like me, can be a little bit murky, but it's very hands-on, super well-organized. You can go in like complete newbie like me no idea what you're doing and feel like a pro by the end of it. So. Yeah, that's, I, I couldn't agree more Steph. It's really one of my favorite activities on the ASTA calendar. And it is, it's very empowering to sit down, uh, you know, in the office of your Congressman or Senator and, and, and tell them what's on your heart about 
your industry. It's, it's, it's a feeling like no other. And I, I definitely encourage a lot of people to attend. We had an, a, an amazing turnout. I think we had 47 out of 50 states represented, which Ooh. is certainly a record for us. Yeah. And we'll put a link in the comments to um, a few years ago when I attended Legislative Day. I kind of wrote about more about what it's like and you can see the organization and, and kind of the flow of it if you're interested. So let's, um. well, actually one more question on the board. So how long are the terms then? Do they vary by position or like for these director at large positions, what's the terms look like? The, the term is, is really the same across the board, uh, regardless of which exact seat on the board is being run for. The, the term is two years. And as I, as I mentioned a minute ago, the terms run uh, from the conclusion of the global convention to the, the global convention two years thereafter. So okay. folks, folks getting elected uh, this July uh, will serve from August of 2022 to August of 2024. There is a provision that allows every is this board in the member, bylaws. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was just reading them the other day, so I know exactly what you're going to say. But you just go ahead now. <laughs> yeah, there, there. The bylaws allow allow anyone who's on the board to run for an additional term. So you can have two two year terms consecutively, and then there's a provision that was added just about three years ago that allows somebody who is off the board who has served out those four years to return to the board one more time after, after three years off. So basically, uh, uh, if, you, if you wanted to maximize your time on the board, you could serve four years, take three years off, and then come back for another two terms. And at that point, you'd be, you'd be finished. Wait, so that you can come back for another two terms or another two years? Another two terms. So Oh, okay. So you could wow. have four years on, three years off, and four years on again, assuming that you could get get elected a total of four times. Cool. Okay. Well, so let's talk about like voting. So let's start with the basics. Who can vote in this election? Yeah, vote voting is is pretty much wide open. Uh, the only the only general category of membership that does not have rights to vote are the are the allied members. They're they're really better known as suppliers. So when we're talking about our supplier partners, they are have a very valuable role to play, but they don't directly they don't directly fill the seats on the board of directors. Um, if you are a core member, which is our standard travel agency membership category, or if you are an independent contractor uh, member, or a official representative of any of the premium member categories or one of the designated voting managers of those companies, then you do have a right to vote. Excellent. So, that, so that, that encompasses the majority of, of, the, of the folks who count themselves as ASTA members. Perfect. And if, if you are tuning into this and you aren't an ASTA member yet, but would like to vote in this election, um, you can go to asta.org slash join. And I believe the independent agency membership is like 219. Do you happen to know this, Peter? Yes, that that's exactly right. It, it's currently two hundred nineteen dollars to join as an independent contractor member. Um, I should also add, especially for those of you who are listening who are not currently ASTA members, that we do every year as part of setting the election calendar, we have to set a cutoff date. Mm. So you must you must be a member of ASTA not later than close of business on July the eighth in order to be eligible to receive a ballot. Um, obviously, we always we always have to have a date uh, through which we we basically run 
our membership role. And after that, it's a little bit too late to participate in the current election cycle. But of course, then you'll be eligible to vote in the next election cycle. So July 8th is kind of an important date if you want to vote. So little fire underneath you. If you're not a member yet, you need to get it done by tomorrow End of day, Eastern time, I'm assuming, since you guys are Eastern time, yep. 5 p.m. You've you got about a week. Yep. No, they have one day, Peter. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. Yep. It's, yep. So this election, um, it it opens on the, let me see, let me look at the calendar. Is it? It's July the 12th. Okay. So Tuesday, July 12th. And then how long does it run for? It runs for two weeks, uh, closing on the 26th. Excellent. And I'm assuming, um, so if you're a member in good standing, how do you get these, how, how do you vote? Is it electronic? Do you call in? Do you send a, you know, a pigeon or something? <laughs> uh, no, it's slightly more efficient than that. Um, <laughs> we basically, if you are on that, if you are on the role of active members, again, as of July the 8th, then on the 12th, which is the following Tuesday, you will receive your ballot by email. You open up the email, you click on the link, it'll direct you to the voting page. And at that point, then you can vote for your three at-large uh, directors. And you have, a, you, have a, again, you have the whole two-week period in order to do that. Okay. Um, and then how many, so we've got three positions open and it's a pretty competitive playing field this year because how many official candidates are there? For the at-large. There were there were nine nine at-large candidates who, who qualified, who who not only submitted their their nomination information on time, but then submitted all of the necessary paperwork and their candidate statements, et cetera, um, before before the stated deadline. So we have nine active candidates. Perfect. For, and for, and for the at-large seats. And we have most of the candidates, not quite all of them, for this upcoming candidate chat. But um, I, I want to mention that Aston number one has the candidate statements, as Peter mentioned on their site, but they also um, did a like a candidate forum last week. And so we'll we'll link to that um, as well as to those candidate statements. Um, if you go to hostagencyreviews.com slash candidate chat, all one word, um, if you want to, you know, learn a little bit more about them besides what you're you're going to be watching today. So Peter, anything else that um, the audience should know about the elections or ASTA or besides go vote? Um, anything besides that? Yeah, I, I, and Steph, I just want to thank you again for for you know offering your services to make to make the information about the candidates even more publicly available. It's a it's a really valuable service, and we're so grateful for it. But you know, I would just reiterate that ASTA is your industry's trade association, and our our strength comes comes largely from our numbers and the representation on the board of directors because it does set the strategic direct direction for the association is vitally important. And mm -hmm. I, I just urge everyone to, to get involved in some way. Um, everybody, everybody obviously can, can make an informed decision about who they want to see on the board, but it goes really so far beyond that. Um, I mean, obviously one thing that we stress all the time is that we, we do have a very small staff here at ASTA, but that's why our chapter structure is so important. So if you're a new ASTA member or you're thinking about joining um, there are local resources pretty much everywhere around the country, and we urge you to get involved at ASTA in that local capacity. And then you'll see that there's so many different other ways that you can get involved. Obviously, we'd love to see our members meet them in person at our at our global convention, 
our 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 all of our different events throughout the world and around the around the country. It's just a, a wonderful type of organization that really understands your interests. And it, it's just, I encourage everyone who's listening to plug in any way they can. And that starts, of course, with, with voting for, for your board of directors. Exactly. And definitely the, the local um, chapters are a great way to get involved, um, to meet up with suppliers that are specific to your area. If you want to network with other agencies, um, the national events are fantastic for networking. It's very high level networking. Um, it's they're a lot of fun. And, you know, last year, what was the name of the river cruise event you just put on last year for the first time? I can't remember. The, the Global River Cruise Expo. In, the Global uh, River Cruise Expo. Yeah, so they, they have lots of really cool events that you can go to that are not only fun to go on, but also wonderful educational opportunities around the world. So it's a great organization to be a part of, especially for a lot of independent contractors that are working from home, um, maybe a little bit more isolated. For $219 a month, um, besides all these opportunities and networking, the other fun thing is they have a really strong education program um, with their VTA, lots of resources for you. Um, and, and they actually, the... Uh, now I'm forgetting the name of this too, Peter, but with you have the attorneys that belong to your program where you can get like 15% off or yep. something. That's right. That's our, you're, you're talking about our member advantage program. And we have a number of uh, travel industry attorneys who are affiliated with that program. And, and as, as you said, Steph, one really great thing about it is they will provide not only with a free consultation, so you can talk Ooh. to an attorney about what's on your mind, what your, what your issue or what your concern is. Uh, I lost. That's right. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Peter. <laughs> no, I, I think I think you probably want to come to me for that. Um, <laughs> but but in all seriousness, the the our, our affiliated attorneys are all really excellent, highly skilled folks, and the, and they'll offer everybody who's a member of ASTA 15% off their normal hourly rate. So you get a free consultation at 15% off the hourly fee. So it's. Uh, it's pretty nice if you do have a need for, for any kind of legal assistance. And that's really just one of a number of different opportunities that you can save money through various vendors that are affiliated with our member advantage program. Yeah, exactly. So the, the, again, like the $219 a year, I think pays for itself in so many ways. Um, it's definitely an investment into your business. So Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I love talking bylaws with you and all sorts of other stuff. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Steph. It was great to be with you. Peter, that was great. Thank you so much. I love talking bylaws with you. Um, anyone else in the audience that wants to talk bylaws, you know the person to go to now. So we are going to take a really quick break to keep things on schedule. Um, and then we're going to move into our candidate interviews. So grab a drink, take a stretch, um, or just hang out in the comments. And if you're hanging out in the comments, here's a fun question to discuss during the break. So this is always really fun, I think, to ask in the travel industry. So where was the last place you have visited? Go ahead and drop that in the comments, and I will be back in a few minutes. All right, everybody, the time has finally come. It is the time where we finally get to hear from the candidates unscripted. Now, 
Unfortunately, we do not have all the candidates. They were not all available to make it today, but you can find a link to all of the candidates. They wrote a written statement and submitted it to ASTA. You can find that for every single candidate by going to hostagencyreviews.com slash candidate chat, all one word. And then if you scroll down just a little ways to the candidate section, you'll find the link there. Now, if you're just joining us and you need a quick refresher on what ASTA's board does and how it works, our previous segment is going to be a great recap for you. It is being recorded, so in a few hours, we'll have that up and embedded at hostagencyreviews.com slash candidate chat. And then we will also be sending out a link to the recording to everyone that was registered. And with all that, I think it's about time we get things started, don't you? Let's get going. Today, we have our first candidate, and that is Mark Casto, the president of the Leisure Americas for Flight Center Travel Group. He is based out of Boston, Massachusetts. Number of years in the travel agency business is a whopping 23. Years of ASTA involvement is 17. The ASTA chapter is a little bit foggy because he is the chairman of the board currently, so not a, an official chapter. So, Mark, thank you so much for joining us for HARS Candidate Chat. Thank you very much, Steph. Really, really excited to be here. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> I love it. So here's what up, 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 what's going to be up next. So I'll be asking you two questions. Um, just like you, none of the candidates were given the questions ahead of time. So the answers are not scripted. You're going to have two minutes for the first question, three minutes for the second question. And I'll put up these handy dandy 30 second warnings and 10 second warnings to let you know when we're going to um, wrap things up. So let's see. Um, are you ready? I think I am. I, I feel more nervous than I did when sitting for the SATs, which, by the way, I bombed. So, <laughs> All right. So first question is, what actions do you think Aston needs to be taking to lead the way on the effects of travel um, on climate change? Go ahead. Uh, Steph, that's that's a fantastic question, and that's one that's actually been coming up a lot. Uh, when I first joined on the board uh, a few years ago, it was part of actually my initial campaign uh, that, that we need to be uh, moving forward in that direction. And the volume of response that I got back from members was stunning. Across the board, across the board, but certainly from our, our um, YPS members, as well as some of our people who are looking to come into industry, as well as many of our suppliers. So when I became chair of the organization, I had three separate initiatives that we needed to uh, to start. First was with regards to our increasing our membership. Second was with regards to our international expansion programs. But the third was with respect to sustainability. Specifically, I believe that we need to focus on a net zero target for the entirety of the managed travel industry by 2030. It is critically essential that we lead the way on this one here. We can't just say it's the airlines problem or it's the hotels problems. Our clients expect us to have solutions for them. So the things that we've done to be able to achieve that end is um, all asked events now are completely carbon zero are, are carbon offset. We've been working with a program in Haiti to buy mangrove forests in that area to really absorb the carbon that we generate. Second is that we've always added educational tracks in each of the different programs, not just of a, this is what has taken place in the world, but this is what you can do to change it within your own company. Here's what you can implement on your own side. Here are the directions and the communications you can have with the clients. And here's what it actually means for your business process going forward. So, you know, ASA absolutely can be a, um, a leader in this, this place. And I really think that we've been making a lot of the changes from the board level to the chapter levels to our education tracks to really be able to, to do that what we have. So again, 
carbon neutral by 2030. Excellent. Thank you so much. All right. Um, let's jump into the next question. So um, what are the two most important issues facing travel advisors that you would focus on if you were elected? And you have three minutes for this one. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, great question. Um, so the first one that we, we're really facing is uh, the research trying to deal with uh, the effects of the pandemic. The cash flows have been seriously impacted for all of our firms. Many were able to avail themselves of PPP or the idle loans and that they engage closely with asset itself to be educated on how to build the process it. Now, asset is not going to be in a position to say, we can give you more money to your bankroll, but we can definitely help guide you in the process of how to be able to get there. Additionally, it helps by through the efforts of asset, we can really encourage more and more people to go back to working with travel agents and all the information that we've been gaining through the surveys, through our engagement with suppliers, as well as just direct uh, uh, communications with consumers show that there are more and more people who want to engage with, with ASTA, which is as we are in the process of redesigning our, the website for ASTA, TravelSense has an even greater feature into it so we can connect travel consumers with agents to really help them with their business fortunes. The second major problem, um, which is still very much tied towards it, is that over the last few months, we've seen nothing but an, an unprecedented surge in travel. Almost every single firm is completely inundated with leads and inquiry that uh, all of our service level agreements uh, as businesses are being hard pressed. So we need more labor. We need more people coming in the industry from all stripes, from independent contractors to corporate agents to all leisure agents towards it. Understandably, many people have had a sour relationship on travel over the last few years. It's been a difficult business for all of us, but we need it from an association basis to an individual corporation basis to highlight why people want to be part of travel, why that they, it's a great business to be a part of, and that we can start encouraging more participation from other industry participants to get into it. We love travel because we believe it is necessary good. We would love travel because it connects and unites people who otherwise have been divided. And the last couple of years, we've seen the, what that does to us. So from an asset standpoint, we are working really hard to educate the traveling public on what the values are of a travel agent, but also educate future employees on why they really want to engage in this space and that this is a great business model to be working with. That's perfect. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on those questions. So if any viewers or listeners have some questions for you or want to talk with you a little bit more, what's the best way to reach you? Oh, reach me anytime. Uh, you can reach me by my email, mark, M-A-R-C dot casto, C-A-S-T-O at casto.com. Or you can reach me on my cell phone, 408-835-2490. Call me, text me. I would be glad to hear all of your feedback and any suggestions, recommendations of what you'd like to see in the future for ASTA. We're really committed to growing in this organization. I am personally invested in, in seeing it take place. Excellent. Well, the entire team here at PAR, um, including Ryan, I don't know if you just saw him jump up. We're wishing you the best of luck on the election, Mark. Um, all right. I'm going to hop off for just a few minutes to get ready with our next candidate, James Ferrara, and make sure all systems are a go there. So we've got a whole lot more to come with interviews from all the at-large director candidates. Stay tuned and we'll be back in a few minutes. Thanks, Steph. Welcome back, everyone. This is Steph Lee, the founder of Host Agency Reviews, and our next candidate is here with us today. We have James Ferrara, the co-founder and president of IntelliTravel out of Norwood, New Jersey. Number of years in the travel agency business is 32. Years of ASTA involvement is 32. 
And the ASTA chapter that they're associated with is New York. So James, it is great to have you on HARS Candidate Chat. Thank you. Thanks for having me here, Steph. But no, thank you for giving away my age. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, well, a quick overview for you. So all the candidates received the same two questions. And as you know, they weren't released ahead of time. So the first question we'll ask you, you have two minutes to answer. And the second, you'll have three minutes. So um, I'll also be using these timers if needed as we kind of approach the 30 or the three minute or two minute mark. So keep an eye out for those. Um, and then with that, um, let's get started with our first question. So what actions do you think Aston needs to be taking to lead the way on the effects of travel on climate change? And you have two minutes. Go ahead. Well, I, that's a great question, a really important topic. We're hearing from younger customers and younger advisors um, how important that is to them. So I think ASTA needs to do uh, what it does best, which is educate uh, advisors about us, uh, about it, give us tools uh, to educate our customers. That would be great. You know, one of the one of the roles that ASTA can play is instead of us individually developing uh, uh, tools, technologies, resources, so inefficient, right? Many of us working on the same things. I think ASTA can be that um, uh, producer and clearinghouse for those tools. And uh, of course, ASTA's advocacy, ASTA, ASTA's real strength. So ASTA can marshal all of us to work with the government, government relations to push for climate change legislation uh, that benefits the world that we sell. You know, uh, climate change threatens so many of the places that are important to us, not only personally, but in our business. So um, uh, at the legislative level, this is where ASTA really truly is strong. And I'd like to help with that. Excellent. Well, let's see. Um, next question is, and again, this one you have three minutes. What are the two most important issues facing travel advisors that you would focus on if you were elected? And go ahead. Well, there are lots of important issues facing travel advisors, and many of them are being addressed. Uh, one of the candidates has said um, yesterday in an ASTA event that it's not that ASTA is not doing a good job. ASTA is doing a great job. Just some of us represent a new perspective perhaps on the board, a new set of uh, skills. I mean, certainly that's what I think I represent. And, and so uh, we would like to uh, focus maybe on some new things. And, and something really important to me because I run a business, it's a very big business. Uh, we sell half a billion dollars in travel, but I run it like a small business. And I still sell travel to customers one-on-one -on -one, and I'm, my hands are involved in everything in the business. And I know what travel advisors uh, face. One of them is uh, collecting commissions, stubborn commission dunning and recovery. And uh, that costs us real money, each and every one of us. And I would love for Asta to help us there help us share best practices and help us develop resources so that we get paid for the work that we do. The other one is fraud. The world is rampant 
with fraud. We have very advanced technology at my company and still fraud costs us a fortune every year. On, on an individual basis, on a small business or a frontline travel advisor, we cannot afford these losses. So instead of us individually working on solutions to fraud, we could, uh, I'd like to help ASTA develop uh, solutions and uh, promote technologies to protect us all from fraud and to work in a stronger way with ARC, where a lot of the fraud is happening, or to work with suppliers for fairer practices and a fairer distribution of liability. With many suppliers, the fraud you know, we get caught holding the bag. We get left holding the bag because of these contractual agreements with suppliers. And I think uh, I would like to help Asta take a closer look at that. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for sharing that, James. Um, for anyone that's looking to speak with you more in depth, what's the best way that they can reach out to you? Well, I'm about to send out a communication to the voting Asta membership and in it, I'm going to include a calendar where anyone can schedule time with me over a period of days, and we can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I I'd really welcome that. Great. Well, the HAR team here wishes you the best of luck. Um, if you have hopped on Lake late, we'd love to hear from you. Um, if you're struggling for something to comment on besides where you're at at the moment, here's a hot tip for you. Um, the HAR team is currently having a very heated debate in-house about whether one should always eat cereal with milk or if it's okay if we sometimes use water there. So feel free to weigh on that, your feelings on that uh, pressing issue during our break. Um, next up is Jackie Friedman. So stick around and we will see you soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Steph Lee, and we have our next candidate here. So we have Jackie Friedman, the president of Nexion Travel Group out of Irving, Texas. Number of years in the travel agency business is 37. Years of ASTA involvement is a whopping 22, and the ASTA chapter is the DFW chapter. Jackie, welcome to HARS Candidate Chat. Hi, Steph. It's great to be here. It's wonderful to have you. So here's the lowdown. All the candidates are asked the same two questions. As you know, none of which have been revealed ahead of time. So the first question, you'll have two minutes to answer. The second will be three minutes. Um, and I'll be putting up the 30-second warnings and, oops, that's the 10-second, and a 10-second warning um, to let you know when it's time to wrap things up. So ready for the first question? I'm ready. All right. So what actions do you think Aston needs to be taking to lead the way on the effects of travel on climate change? And then you have two minutes. Go ahead. I mean, first and foremost, Steph, I think uh, just awareness. Uh, you know, more and more um, companies are aware they're looking for uh, sustainable initiatives. And, uh, you know, consumers, if they're given the data and given the facts uh, to make an informed choice, they will do so. Uh, but it takes a little bit of effort for the travel companies, the travel agencies, to educate them on the things that they should be looking for uh, to make those choices. So uh, Mark Casto, who's our current uh, chair of the board, this is uh, a cause that's very, very important to him. And so we look, uh, you know, to make uh, sustainability decisions in everything that we do. We look, uh, you know, for those opportunities. So the first and foremost is communicating to suppliers 
on the fact that it's important to the trade, it's important to consumers, um, and uh, continuing to educate. The second is, uh, you know, to make sure that advisors uh, know the things that they can do, you know, anything from uh, looking at traveling in slower seasons, shoulder seasons, looking for uh, destinations a little bit off the beaten path. And, uh, you know, just again, it comes down to awareness. So ASTA is more of an influencer and an educator in that uh, and having the important conversations uh, with uh, suppliers and with agencies. More and more customers are looking uh, at what companies are doing to make the decisions in terms of, you know, if, the, if it comes down as a choice between uh, two products or two destinations or two companies, that could be the deciding factor. Perfect. Well, thank you. Um, let's see. So here is the next question. So what are the two most important issues facing travel advisors that you would focus on if you were reelected? Uh, you know, first and foremost, um, I believe in the importance of professionalism, uh, you know, in terms of travel advisors. I think it's great. We're seeing a lot of new people coming into the industry, uh, but they need to make sure that they take the time to take the right uh, education. And it needs to be focused. And because, you know, ASTA does two things. They promote and defend travel advisors. But our efforts to promote, we want to make sure that that professional standard uh, is there. And that doesn't mean that you have to be in the business for a number of years, but you have to be focused. You have to be serious. And so the first thing I would do is encourage uh, travel advisors to join ASTA when they enjoy join ASTA to engage, uh, participate in the chapter system, go to the training, take the VTA certification uh, there are so many opportunities for them to up their professionalism just by engaging. I mean, obviously, membership is important, but an engaged membership uh, is even that much more important. Uh, and the second thing uh, is just educating them on ASTA. I believe that every advisor needs to support our trade association. Uh, and whether you're new to the industry, whether you've been in the industry for years, and we've made such progress uh, in terms of doing that as more and more advisors learn about ASTA, understand uh, what ASTA has done, uh, not only the past few years, but, uh, you know, the last, uh, you know, 10 years or so, especially coming from the IC um, part of the industry, our independent contractor, uh, the work that ASTA has done in uh, independent contractor issues, uh, has been tremendously helpful. So uh, to me, the two things are engagement uh, and uh, growth. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on that. Now, if there's any voters that would like to speak with you um, a little bit more to learn more in depth on what you're looking to do, what's the best way for them to reach you? Probably the best way is to email me directly. Uh, so it's Jackie.Friedman at nection.com and I'm happy to answer any questions uh, that you may have about ASTA or about me personally. Uh, and I'm looking forward to hopefully a final two-year term on the board of directors. Fabulous. Well, all of us here at HAR are wishing you the best of luck on this election. 
Um, just a reminder to everyone that in order to vote, you need to be an ASTA member by tomorrow, July 8th at 5 p.m. Eastern time. So if you are not a member yet and you would like to vote and have a say in what ASTA is doing for the next couple of years, you can go to asta.org slash join um, to get started. And for, I know a lot of the listeners and people tuning in are independent contractors. So just to give you an idea, if you have less than $1 million in sales, the annual membership is a very reasonable $219. So um, stick around because in a few minutes, we'll be interviewing David Harris. So leave this tab open and listen for that music coming out of your speakers. And that's your cue to head back to this tab. Thanks again, Jackie, and we'll see you all soon. Thanks, Steph, and thanks, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Steph Lee, the founder of HAR, and I have our next candidate with us. I have David Harris, the executive chairman of Ensemble Travel Group out of Toronto, Ontario. The number of years in the travel agency business is 38. Years of ASTA involvement is four. And the ASTA chapter, he is on the national level. So, David, welcome to HAR's candidate chat. Thank you, Steph. Great to see you. Yes. So I'll be asking you two questions, none of which you or any of the other candidates was given ahead of time. So you're going to have a total of five minutes for all the questions. The first one will be a little shorter and you'll have two minutes. And then the second one, you will have three. So I'm going to pop up reminders, 30 and 10 seconds, if we get to that point, And just um, a little poke that we need to start wrapping things up. So are you ready? Absolutely. All right. So first question is, what actions do you think ASTA needs to be taking to lead the way on the effects of travel on climate change? And you have two minutes on this one. That's a great question, Steph. Um, you, you may or may recall in our, our conference in 2019, uh, we focused very heavily on sustainability. Um, at the time, we had two organizations with whom we aligned. Uh, one was Cool Effects, and that was more carbon offset related. And we also aligned with uh, Tourism Cares and Greg Taka, Takahara's organization. We continue to promote those within our organization. And, um, and we have added to those Trees for Travel uh, as a, yet another initiative to assist our member agencies at Ensemble. Um, but on a broader scale, obviously, these are things that, that I believe could be championed by ASTA and could be could serve an important role for the organization to promote um, the importance of within not just our industry, but of course, consumer facing as well. So um, it's a it's a, a lofty goal. We know that. And I think it's also a little lofty only from the standpoint of understanding the challenges that we faced as an industry the last couple of years. And that so many of us are and so many of our members are are fighting for their survival. So, you know, they have to focus on what's most important for them, but certainly to layer in this as an item of social responsibility is of, of significant importance, obviously. Excellent. Well, thank you. All right. Let me reset the timer. Sure. It's, hard, it's hard doing all these things on my own. All right. Let's see. Um, next question. So what are the two most important issues facing travel advisors that you would focus on if you were elected? And this is our three minute question. Go ahead. So I think first and foremost, what's really important for all members is to support their advocacy um, 
group. There is only one leading advocacy group in the distribution vertical for travel, and that is ASTA in the U.S. And for it to, to not be something that is of a high priority for anybody who chooses to toil in this industry, um, frankly, is, is a mistake. So obviously people are on here because they are either ASTA members or they're interested in ASTA. So I don't see that that's a, a challenge for those who are, are viewing, but it is a it can be a challenge if there are people out there who are not participating. It's basically the cost of a, a tip on a meal per month you know, at $25 a month on average, $300 a year, it's not a huge spend, but the dollars go such a long way. So really the first and most important item is just that um, that the viewers understand the importance of being a member of ASTA and that their dollar is extremely well spent. Perfect example I will give is their organization of legislative day, which has been an annual occurrence it is of high value. I'm reminded every year I've now been involved, I think three of the last four years, one year I couldn't because of not being able to travel from Canada to the US. However, the, uh, the importance of this is in its grassroots approach and the level of organization, but also how impactful it is. And I'm reminded of it specifically this year, we, uh, the track that I was on, uh, met with two senators and four Congress uh, people and they are extremely attentive to the conversation. What they do with that conversation is the challenge. However, um, it, it validates for me each and every year just how significant it is and how important it is that we get that message across. I think the other thing that's of, of high importance at this point for our industry is, is addressing the challenge of getting consumers awareness for what the industry has faced not to, be in, not to be playing the blame game, but rather to ensure that they're getting the right messaging around what's being done uh, by our supplier partners and the industry as a whole to ensure that consumers can travel uninterrupted and safely, of course, uh, but you know, with the express purpose of enjoying their travel once again. So we're, we're, we're in that delicate place of not not wanting to call out our um, our supplier partners or anyone else, but also needing to be very aware of the importance of getting that message out to consumers. That doesn't need to come from us directly. It needs to come from mass media and others. So uh, those are the two primary things uh, that, that I would be focused on uh, in, in my involvement if I'm chosen to be elected. Great, thank you so much, David. Um, so for those that would like to learn a little bit more about your platform, what's the best way for them to reach you? Uh, best way would be email, and that's dharris at ensembletravel.ca. Perfect. Well, bestest of luck on the election from the entire HAR team. We're going to take a quick break to stay on schedule. Um, next up, we're going to be hearing from Tiffany Hines. So take a quick stretch, and we will see you in a few. Thanks, Steph. Hello and welcome back. So we have our next candidate on the line. We have Tiffany Hines, the president and CEO of Global Escapes Inc. out of Athens, Georgia. Uh, number of years in the travel agency business is 34. Years of ASTA involvement is 34. And the ASTA chapter is the Atlanta chapter. So Tiffany, it's great to have you here. Welcome to HARS Candidate Chat. Thank you so much, Steph. It's great that you're doing this. I love it. 
Yay. Well, quick over for, overview for you on what to expect. So everyone's asked the exact same questions, two questions, none of which were revealed ahead of time. You'll have two minutes to answer the first question, three minutes for the second one. And then I will pop up the 10 and 30 second timer warnings when um, we're needing to wrap things up. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So first question is, what actions do you think ASTA needs to be taking to lead the way on the effects of travel on climate change? And you have two minutes for this one. Um, well, I think they've done a great job over the last uh, couple of years. You know, one of the main goals that Mark Casto, the chairman of the board, had um, when he started his time three years ago was, uh, you know, sustainability and really making sure that we're uh, net zero carbon footprint, you know, and they've done a, a great job with that. I think the first step is education. Um, you know, our membership, our community and world at large really needs to be educated on what this means. Um, but I think, you know, we're hearing a lot more from suppliers about how they're handling um, the effects of travel on our planet and our climate. And so, you know, the first step, I think, is the, is the discussion, bringing the awareness. The next step is education and, and people understanding what this means all the way down to, I know at the Premium Summit last year, they had someone speak about this and uh, it really made you realize from an agency or independent traveler level what this meant. So, you know, that's, I, I think we're making great steps towards that. Perfect. Um, all right. So next question, um, what are the two most important issues facing travel advisors that you would focus on if you were elected? And then this one, you have three minutes. So go ahead whenever you're ready. So obviously, you know, what we're all dealing with right now is just uh, a shortage, honestly, in uh, in our industry of um, for, from everything from the supplier side to the travel advisor side, which is what obviously I'm most focused on. But I think ASTA has an opportunity to really um, position our industry and the fact that a travel advisor as a career is an extremely viable, exciting opportunity as a career. Um, those of us who work in travel and have for many years, like I have, um, we know it's it's a bit of a lifestyle for ourselves. And we know that once we kind of get it in our blood, it's kind of hard to, to, to leave the industry. But I think we need to do a better job of really promoting our industry as a great career opportunity. So that's number one. Number two, I think, is um, training. I think we need to continue to uh, spotlight training for all advisors, new to industry, experienced people, because, you know, I mean, let's be honest, our industry has evolved quite a lot in the last 30 years, and we need to all continue to evolve with it. So from, you know, how to charge professional fees, which I'm a huge proponent of, how to, um, you know, just continue to educate your service level, the quality that you offer that your, your clients um, so that you can charge those fees. And, and um, so training is huge. Um, but I would actually add a third. And I think the advocacy that ASTA does on our behalf is, is just 
critical. In the last two years have really proven how much stronger we can all be together. If we can be more collaborative as we come out of this uh, pandemic and, and we're all rebuilding our businesses, we need to all really like just lock arms together and work together to rebuild. Um, and I think that'll help all of us. Perfect. Well, thank you. Uh, for anyone looking to learn a little bit more about some of your stances or learning more about your platform, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Um, well, I mean, anybody is welcome to reach out to me directly. My email address is Tiffany at globalescapes.com. I know that asta.org has also posted all of our uh, all of the candidates um, campaign statements on their website. And I know they're sharing those with the Asta Daily News uh, uh, emails that go out. So, Perfect. yeah. We'll, we'll also link to that in the comments for people that are interested. And we have it on our landing page at hostagencyreviews.com slash candidate chat. Well, Tiffany, with that, I wish you the best of luck on the elections on behalf of the entire HAR crew. Um, just a reminder to everyone that in order to vote, you need to be an ASTA member by tomorrow, July 8th at 5 p.m. Eastern time. So do not delay you can go to asta.org slash join to get started. Um, it's And to give you an idea, if you're wondering about cost, it's $219 for the independent contractor, independent agency um, membership. And that's if you have less than $1 million in sales. So we'll be back in just a few minutes with our next candidate. So make sure to keep this tab open and listen for the music announcing that we are back. Great. Thank you. Welcome back again. I'm Steph Lee, the founder of Host Agency Reviews, and this is HARS Candidate Chat. We have our next candidate here. We have Jen Lee, the VP of Industry Engagement and Support over at Travel Planners International, based Hi, in Maitland, Florida. Mm -hmm. So number of years in the travel agency business is six. Years of ASTA involvement is also six. And the ASTA home chapter is the Central Florida chapter. So Jen, great to have you on our Candidate Chat. Love it. Thank you so much for doing this, giving um, your audience a chance to kind of get to know the candidates a little bit. I love it. Absolutely. So really quickly, I'll go over a few rules of the game. So all candidates are asked the same question. And as you know, no one was giving these ahead of time. So you're just having to just ad lib here. Yes. Um, the first two questions, or there's going to be two questions. The first one, you're going to have two minutes to answer. The second one will be three minutes. And then I'll pop up the 30 and 10 second reminders if you need to start wrapping things up. So you ready for the first question? I think so. I think so. Let's do it, Steph. All right. So what actions do you think ASTA needs to be taking to lead the way on the effects of travel on climate change? And you have two minutes for this one. On climate change. Oh, that's interesting. You know, ASTA represents the travel advisor and travel agency community out there. And the travel partners were already doing an outstanding job um, in, in and of themselves, uh, making sure that they're making those changes necessary to ensure sustainability across the board. Where ASTA, I think, can make a difference is in furthering the education and awareness of what sustainability is. You mentioned climate change specifically, but it's also sustainability as a whole. Um, we know that we're not going to be able to send travelers um, across the world if the world doesn't look good, feel good, smell good, uh, and act well together. And so ASTA could do a, a much better job um, 
with developing programs, education programs for the advisor, how to have that conversation with their clients, how to make that part of the qualifying process, as well as uh, producing um, surveys and results and questionnaires so that they can give those back to the travel partners, as well as whenever we go to Washington, D.C., if there's anything that we can do to um, help connect the dots of sustainability, climate change, and the travel advisor community, and I guess it's got an opportunity there. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So next question. Um, what are the two most important issues facing travel advisors that you would focus on if you were elected? And this is three minutes. So go ahead mm. when you're ready. So I would say, uh, I've always said this, I've only been in the industry for about six years. And I remember when I came into the industry, I was like every other consumer out there uh, that when you said, oh yeah, I'm working with a travel advisor, they would say there's travel advisors, like they still exist out there. And the answer is yes, they do. So I think where ASTA, uh, what one of my passions in helping ASTA is in helping to educate and train and engage uh, the current travel advisor community on the right way to talk about who they are and how they serve their clients beyond uh, just booking the travel. I think what happens when I'm talking to advisors all the time is they're referring to themselves as individual advisors. In a reality, unless they work for an agency, they are agency owners. So educating the consumer, but also starting at the ground floor with helping the advisors um, look and feel uh, at a higher, more professional level. That also includes ensuring that we are um, kind of elevating the requirements to join the industry. It's okay to come into it part-time. Uh, one of the things that we're doing at TPI, which um, I was a big proponent for, is changing the new to the industry requirements. And uh, we're not requiring that they become members of ASTA for their very first year. Because when you're new to the industry, you have to get all that help and support, but you also need to come to the table understanding there's an association that's behind you, promoting you and protecting you. So you said two things. So one, I think helping the advisor, helping ASTA create programs and education to help these advisors elevate themselves in the eyes of the consumer. And that includes pitching the media. Um, so that's number one. Um, the second thing that I think ASTA could be uh, doing and I would get passionate about is going back around the advocacy and engagement, those two words, uh, engaging uh, the travel advisor community by obviously leveling up the professionalism, but also getting more of our advisors to be active and engaged with ASTA. That's going to help us when we go to Washington uh, for Legislative Day. It helps us when there's anything that ASTA sees um, at the D.C. level or even at the state and local level that where we need that grassroots effort. It's not going to be enough to just have 14,000 voices across the country. We need to have 50, 60,000 voices across the country. And the best way to do that is for advisors to be involved with the association and the association to have robust enough, enough numbers in every state where uh, they can go in and say, hey, we're a big part of uh, your economy. So it will be elevating the professionalism in the mind of the advisor uh, and agency owner so that the consumer knows we're out there and then also being more engaged with uh, ASTA. Um, especially at the advocacy level. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Jen. Um, yeah. If any of the voters want to talk with you more in depth on things, where and how can they reach you? 
Best way to reach me is to either text me or send me an email. I mean, you could Facebook me, but quite frankly, we're just walking around with our phones all the time. So you can email me at J-E-N-N-L at tpionline.com, or you can text me at 321-689-0521. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Instagram under Jen Lee Travels, but um, text me or send me an email and I'd love an opportunity to chat. Uh, with each of you. Fabulous. Well, all of us here at HAR are wishing you the best of luck on the elections. Thank you. And to see a recording of the candidates interview, to see some important election dates, and to see the candidate statements that were done um, by ASTA last week, there's a video, candidate statements, and there's writing ones. You can visit hostagencyreviews.com slash candidate chat, all one word. And next up, we have Dr. Jasmine Lewis. So Drop a note in the comments while we're waiting and let us know how many years you've been a part of ASTA. And if you're not a member of ASTA, let us know what your hesitations are. Ask some questions and a lot of ASTA members in the audience will be able to answer them for you. So we will see you all in two shakes of a lamb's tail. Welcome back, everyone, to HARS Candidate Chat. We have our next candidate, Dr. Jasmine Lewis, the Chief Executive Officer of Travel Life Services in Cleveland, Ohio. The number of years in the travel agency business is 12. Years of ASTA involvement is four. And the ASTA chapter is out of Ohio. So, Jasmine, fabulous to have you on HARS Candidate Chat. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. So a couple of housekeeping things before we get started. So as you know, we don't reveal the questions ahead of time to any of the candidates and all candidates are asked the same two questions. And the first one, you're going to have two minutes to answer. The second one, you'll have three minutes. And then we'll also show up these uh, little timer warnings when it's time to wrap things up. So keep an eye on that. Um, are you ready for the first question? Yes, I'm ready. All right. So what questions do you think Aston needs to be taking? What I'm sorry, what actions do you think Aston needs to be taking to lead the way on the effects of travel on climate change? And this one, you have two minutes. Okay, so I think that ASTA has done a, a phenomenal job, have all, as always, of keeping up with the times and changing with everything. So even in the wake of COVID, we saw a lot of things change. ASTA was right on it. Um, they made sure that they, you know, lobbied for us and and made sure that we gotten things, uh, even funding that we were asking for. So I think that ASTA will, of course, in this time as well, uh, be able to try to push for more things with the climate change that the travel industry is looking forward to. I know there's been a lot of changes with the um, zero emissions and things of like the airlines and um, the the clean uh, cleanliness and how they clean for the hotels and things like that. So I think that ASA will definitely um, be on the mark. But I think that we could provide a little bit more support in this in this industry for. Um, sustainable travel uh, as well. So for those agencies that are now going into sustainable travel, uh, we can provide more support. So there are many things we can do with the technology to reach more, more of ASTIS members on a national level. Um, and then more of the, the educational training. We have trainings and things like that that we can do to help people that are going um, looking more towards the uh, sustainable travel and climate control. But I, I think, again, um, I definitely see that ASTA can do it and that we will probably get this done. It's just a matter of being able to put forth the time, the effort um, and being able to get all of our 
educational information out to our advisors to let them know why this is important, uh, what we need to do, and to make sure that we continue to push the legislative days um, that we have every year and also communicating with uh, legislation um, at home while you're at home and even people that are members that don't attend the legislative day, making sure that they are still reaching out to their to their local uh, legislators and, and trying to get things pushed and passed. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Next question. So what are the two most important issues facing travel advisors that you would focus on if you were elected to the board? And then this one is three minutes. So whenever you're ready. Three minutes. Okay. So uh, one issue facing uh, travel advisors is um, the the problems that we're having coming out of COVID. So post-COVID, the issues that we're having with communication, being able to communicate with the uh, suppliers that we're working with, also trying to make sure that our clients are okay. As you know, there's a lot of cancellations and things like that. So we're trying to communicate. They're having um, issues on, on the suppliers are having issues on their end. And so that trickles down to us as travel advisors. And then the travel advisors have issues. Then that means that our, our consumers or our, our, um, our, customers are having issues. So that is one thing that making sure we have better communication um, is one thing that I would like to bring to the table is also working with communication and more technology to communicate on national level with our, our members, as well as our consumers in the travel industry, and as well as suppliers and trying to make sure we have a way to connect all of them without um, there being a lag in, in the, the way you communicate. So right now, a lot of communication is through email um, and things like that. So we need another way to also communicate that's a little bit faster than what we're able to do right now in the industry so we can keep, um, keep up and keep viable. Um, and then the other thing that we're facing, uh, a big challenge within this um, is staying up on all the the information that we need. As travel advisors, we need a lot of information. Uh, we, we needed it over the time and now it's, uh, things are still rapidly changing, even though it's not necessarily requirements or restrictions that's changing all the time. It's still a lot of things that are changing. A lot of expectations from our suppliers are changing and from our consumers are changing. So I think that making sure that our um, VITA or VTA training that ASTA provides is updated fully um, to accommodate the new developments also because we have a lot of newbies coming into the industry and they, they will need some sort of training that is not outdated. So making sure that we have that would help us in, in plenty of ways. And then also with talking about education, we still need to continue to do the um, the FAM trips and, and the discovery trips that we have, but also bringing in that young professional society to do more networking events outside of those global conventions and outside of those trips that we do um, once or twice a year. We need to have the young professionals of society stepping in to do a little more of the networking events as well. Because as we're seeing, there are more of the millennials um, coming into the industry right now as well with the wake of everything. So that would benefit um, not only our travel industry, but also ASTA and its members as well. Perfect. Thank you. Well, thank you for breaking that down for us. For our voters, voters that are maybe looking for a little bit more information from you on your platform and have some questions, uh, what's the best way to reach you? The best way to reach me is probably going to be my email address. So it is going to be Travel Life Services LLC at gmail.com. That's the best way to reach me. 
Perfect. Well, the HAR team is wishing you the best of luck on the upcoming election. And just a reminder to everybody that voting starts Tuesday, July 12th, and it's going to run for two weeks. If you're an ASTA member, you're going to get a ballot in your email. So we have got more coming. Next up, we have our last candidate, Connie Miller. Um, and while we're waiting, we've heard it from the candidates and now we want to hear from you. So let us know in the comments, what are the issues that you think are most important for ASTA to be to be focusing on right now. So stick around, we will see you soon. Welcome, welcome back. Uh, we have our next candidate here today who is Connie Miller, the Chief Relationship Officer and Business Development over at Your Travel Center slash Montecito Village Travel based out of Santa Barbara, California. But Connie is actually located in Omaha. So number of years in the travel agency business is 27. Years of ASTA involvement is 27. The ASTA chapter, it's in the works. It's a little bit tricky. So out in Nebraska, people are pretty far away from each other out here in the Midwest. And so if there's anyone in that area that is looking to start a chapter or get involved and do a co-chair with Connie, please reach out to her. So Connie, it's great to have you on. Thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. So a really quick explainer. None of the candidates uh, know the two questions that we'll be asking ahead of time. So the first question, you're going to have two minutes to answer. Second question is three minutes. And then I'll be putting up these 30 and 10 second warning signs on the screen when it's time to start wrapping things up. You ready to go? Sure. Let's have All it. All right. So first question, and again, this is two minutes. What actions do you think ASTA needs to be taking to lead the way on the effects of travel on climate change? And you have two minutes whenever you're ready. There are so many different directions one can take with this. And I think ASTA can be instrumental in working with their premium business members to um, really affect universal change. So um, by that, I mean, because of ASTA's outreach to so many of the larger travel agencies, um, they can set a doctrine that helps drive forward what needs to be done. And it it falls into many different areas. There's everything from over-tourism, which can actually be part of an environmental issue, to mm -hmm. um, the inclusion of actually working to... Um, Gee, I'm at a loss for words here. I know what I want to say. Um, there are there are large groups of individuals who want to travel, who really want to make a difference in this world. So, what we can do uh, as a as a organization is help promote those types of travel processes that gives back to the world and makes uh, less of a carbon imprint will actually also help areas that are really devastated by some of the issues that are happening there um, by making our agencies more intelligent as to what's happening in the world and how they can make a difference. There, uh, uh, that makes that allows the agencies to be able to educate their travelers because it, it's kind of an interesting standpoint in that as a travel agency, and as travel companies, we want to do the right thing. As an industry, we want to do the right thing. Um, and travelers want to do the right thing. So um, as a coalition would move forward, ASTA can actually drive what that format would look like and how it would go proceed moving forward so that there's a unified approach to um, taking a look at what's happening in the world and, and advocating for responsible travel and working with suppliers that... Um, 
work in that arena and to be able to share that with the clients. Perfect. Right on time. Thanks, Connie. Um, So next question, and this one is three minutes. So what are the two most important issues facing travel advisors that you would focus on if you were elected? And three minutes whenever you're ready. Okay, well, thank you. Um, Right now, having just come back from uh, a trip that was fraught with a lot of airline issues, I I think really ASTA needs to work very strongly with the airlines uh, and and work towards a direction where um, we get air traffic in control on a whole variety of levels, everything from the the carbon imprint, but but more effectively, the overuse of certain airports, um, the the problem with hiring enough uh, airline pilots, the the overall atmosphere when traveling, uh, whether it's internationally or domestically, we need to have good lift, we need to have it appropriate. And so working towards that direction would certainly be one of the initiatives that I think ASTA should take moving forward. I, I just um, experienced it firsthand and, and there's a lot of issues right now, obviously it's making all of the news. That is that is a big, um, big place where ASTA could make a difference as far as the relationships with the airlines and those types of carriers. Um, I also feel getting back to the environmental issues, I think working with the suppliers, making their um, making an understanding between suppliers and initiatives and bringing together. Um, and that that's part of who I am. I, I think we can all row forward faster if we're all on the same plane, moving in the same direction. So I think ASTA's um, work in that arena is going to be very, very important without a doubt. Perfect. Well, really appreciate you taking the time and sharing your insights today, Connie. Thank you. Uh, If anyone watching would like to reach out to you for more information on your platform, what would be the best way to reach you? Oh, any way you would like, actually. <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn. Um, my email is Connie M at YTC.com by phone, by text, by Instagram. Uh, you can find me. Perfect. Well, the Heart team is wishing you the best of luck on the upcoming election. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. You can find important election dates, the candidates, and if you happen to still be on the fence about any of the candidates, we also have a link to the recording of ASTA's Candidates Forum last week. You can find it all at hostagencyreviews.com slash candidate chat, all one word. And if you hopped on late and missed some of the earlier candidates, the event is recorded and will be up at hostagencyreviews.com slash candidate chat in just a few hours so you can go back and watch the parts that you missed. So um, if I do say so myself, the intro where we had with uh, ASTA's legal counsel, Peter Labasso, um, where he helped us understand the structure of the board, how it works. It's a real gem. It's like an ASTA board 101 class. Um, and it was a great refresher for me and hopefully will be for you too if you missed it. So uh, here's a couple thoughts. Last year, ASTA saw the highest participation ever in their elections. Kudos, everyone. Um, And I think that this year we should definitely aim to bust that ceiling again. The membership has swelled since last year, so I expect the numbers to be much higher. Go out there and vote. Um, Just a reminder that if you want to vote, you need to be an ASTA member by tomorrow. That is 
July 8th, Friday, July 8th at 5 p.m. Eastern time. So if you haven't joined yet, you can go to asta.org slash join um, and you'll find the memberships there. We'd also love to hear any feedback from you on this event. This is only our second annual one. Um, if you have an idea about a future candidate chat, we would love to hear them. Uh, we want to make it the best experience possible for everyone involved. So you can email any feedback to Stephanie at hostagencyreviews.com. And just some quick thank yous before we close out for the day, because putting on an event like this is not easy and it takes a team to make it happen. So big Big thank you, first of all, to all the candidates who were kind enough to make time to share their goals and their visions if they were elected. And then there's our hard behind the scenes team. So I'm on the camera, but as always, there's a lot of people doing work in the background. So Mary, April, and Bridget, um, you may not see them, but I assure you they helped out and were a big part of this. And I thank you to ASTA. While this isn't an ASTA sanctioned event, uh, they helped us with insights to make sure that this was a fair and balanced event for all the candidates. So don't forget, mark your calendars for Tuesday, July 12th, because all ASTA members in good standing will be emailed their ballots on that day, and you're going to have two weeks to vote. And then the new board will be kicking off at ASTA's Global Convention in late August in San Francisco. Our team will be there. I will be there. I'm excited to see you there. If you haven't already signed up for it, you can go to hostagencyreviews.com slash events, and you will find uh, the ASTA AGC event there and how to register. So thank you so much for joining us, everyone, and we will see you next year.